Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host and co-founder of Mr. Consistent, Jared Bell. This is a podcast where we invite friends of the brand into our studio. We get to know their story a little bit better. We chat all things business, culture, and marketing, all while shaking up a few cocktails. This week on the Shake Up Podcast, we have a very good friend of mine joining me on the mic, and she is no stranger to a mic, the Molly Rose. From traveling to LA on her own with less than $300 in her pocket, working alongside Cara Delevingne as a professional model, and touring DJ for Jeffree Star, Molly has had enough life experiences to trump us all and has some amazing stories that go with it. Molly and her partner Brock have recently entered into the world of parenthood, welcoming precious baby girl, Bambi. Best thing about it, parenthood hasn't stopped Molly from living her best life. That being said, she's had some bumps along the way, but Molly's perseverance has kept anything from getting in the way of her career. So grab a drink and let's get into this episode. Welcome to another episode of The Shake Up. This week, we have a very good friend of mine, a long-term friend of mine, the Molly Rose. Welcome to the studio. Hello. How are you? Thanks yeah. for coming. Thanks for having me. You've been vaping a couple of times. You're a little bit nervous. No. <laughs> Put the vape away. Yeah, I am nervous. Are you really? I'm a bit nervous. It's just Always. me. Yeah, but just talking. None. There's cameras around and microphones. Don't know what I'm going to say. Three cameras. You'll be right. Yeah. You have cameras, lights on you all the time, so I don't know why you're nervous. It's different when you talk. (laughs) It's not you. You can't take it back. Yeah, but you can't take back what you say. Molly is. what do you class yourself as? Because you you like sing, perform. Artist. You write, yeah, you artist. Like yeah. you write your own songs. Um, yep. You DJ. You model. You have a certain part of your life that is influencer based. Yeah, as well. for sure. Just call yourself an artist. Uh, it's just easier. Artist. I feel like I'm still not necessarily an influencer. No, you're an artist. Yeah. With a following. Yeah, that's a there good you one. Go. That's how we'll pitch that's, it. Yeah. That's how we'll Title. pitch it to the agency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Molly, you have you've been back in Australia because you were working like for the longest period of time. The first time I met you, you just yeah. come back from the UK yeah. from London. You were over there modeling for like how many years? Oh God, on and off two or three years. And before yeah. that, LA. Yeah. Yeah. And you came back purely based on like health reasons and stuff like that. And you just modeling industry kills your soul. Had enough. Yeah. Came back, wanted normal life. A normal life. That didn't happen, but at the, t- <laughs> at the time it sounded like a great it idea. Kind of, I feel like it came back, you came back for a nor- normal life yeah. and it just kicked it up a level for yeah. you. Yeah. I had a normal life, I reckon like three, four months. Three, four months. Yeah. Because you came back and you were working with, was it, who were you working Social agency or was it? Social agency and SAS management. I was just doing the admin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember because I was doing bits and pieces with SAS and you met a very good friend of mine Mr. Brock Nelson, who you are now engaged doing, to. Doing the eyes. Across the room. Yeah, <laughs> across the room. Was told don't go near him, but <laughs> look. And then that's how we met. Cause yeah. I, like I remember going in the office and Brock was like, this is Molly. And I was like, man, stop looking at that chick Ooh. so weird across the room. Why are you introducing me to this <laughs> yeah. person that you would never normally Dude, talk she's to? she's just the admin chick. Like, what are you talking to? Why are you introducing me to her? You're weirdo. And then we started hanging out a little bit and um, you were still living sort of normal life. And yeah. I, like I learned a little bit about you and why you came back from the UK and the whole um, toxic modelling industry thing that you were kind of caught up in over there. Yeah, over there it's just you're a coat hanger with no personality. You don't have a say in anything. Obviously I like – I've got crazy hair and tattoos All and stuff time, now yeah. and I was – just put in a box over there and they needed you to weigh nothing, eat nothing, have coffee for breakfast, lunch and dinner. 
and I just had enough. It just wasn't – I wasn't enjoying the jobs I was getting anymore. It wasn't worth modeling. Staying there, yeah. No, Friends worth. and stuff like kind of like – Yeah, like even obviously all my family. I had family over there, but my mum and dad are here and it just I had no support and the modelling industry – especially overseas is so harsh like they kind of chuck you like you go like in the deep end straight away fashion week crazy and they kind of just put you in a house right like a model house with bunk beds yeah you get flown over people steal your shit like it's crazy people don't know it's like a reality tv show like you get flown over you sign this contract and you get flown over to a model house yeah literally bunk beds bunk beds you're sharing rooms with people people you're with I think there were six in our house. They didn't even speak English. Had to get a lock on my suitcase, like food, clothes, money, everything missing all the time. Like it was it was crazy. Yeah, picked up for castings in the morning, like you're out all day on this little bloody bus, come back, and it was just was not it's not the glamorous lifestyle. It's a reality TV show without the cameras. Yeah. Yeah. I moved out, got my own place eventually when I could afford it, but yeah, it was not fun. Yeah. Glad you came home. Doesn't Same. sound fun. You came home. You took this admin job. <laughs> <laughs> you met Mr. Brock Nielsen. Yeah. And then, like he, his agency, and um, like I know you work in the agency a little bit, but together yeah. agency is a it's like an artist management yeah. agency for DJs and musos yeah, and that kind of stuff. And, and, stuff. and you've always been into music. And I yeah. feel like when you met Brock, like you'd always been into music and writing music, like, and you told and me kind that. kind of, then he started to realise. He kind of pushed you yeah. and was like, hey, like you're, you're actually fucking really good at this. Like, want a DJ? Want a DJ? We need a girl DJ. Yeah. <laughs> want some lessons? <laughs> and then you started DJing. Yeah. He, it was funny. I had two lessons and they threw me in a club and I was like really bad, like <laughs> terrible, didn't even know. So when the lights went off, I was like, I can't see the decks. I don't know where anything is. I've lost all the buttons I that I've been told to push. I had my phone torch out looking for the buttons whilst I was DJing. Like, it was a train wreck. Anyway, that club were pretty pissed off. <laughs> Rattlesnake, yeah. that was the first club. <laughs> but it got me there. Yeah, I felt like it was good that I was thrown in the deep end so quickly, though. Because it made me. That. Yeah, because he's like, don't worry, you'll be fine. I'm like, I'm not okay. I'm not good enough to do this. Then had everyone like bartenders picking on me, like, who's this chick? Like, all security just like all paying me out. And I'm like, you you wait. I will prove you all wrong. Like, I'll learn. Yeah, I'll learn. But there's Might a be bit bad, of a, But I'll a, learn. It doesn't help that there's a bit of a, like, for female DJs, especially yeah. like um, being a DJ, like, there is definitely a stigma behind female DJs yeah, having. They all just fake it. That's, fake it like yeah. and everyone there's there is djs that are male djs that do exactly the same thing and there's yeah a, but you are actually musically talented and not like yeah it, you can't just have two lessons and know what you're doing behind <laughs> dj decks no way so it was, yeah like yeah learned. lucky lucky i had the musical background <laughs> or else oh my god club lights on everyone out everyone out, out. finish and then you kind of you've gone from there to then writing your own music and then actually doing like proper yeah fucking stage performances and like yeah selling out some smaller venues and that was crazy. having like backup yeah. dancers and releasing your own music and all that yeah. kind of stuff how, how yeah. do you go from having two lessons of djing to then organizing and think, making all that kind of stuff happen honestly just me as a person i can't just be normal and do one thing i've always had to 
do a million things at once. Because I grew up singing and songwriting, my dad's a muso, dad's a drummer. I was like, what's something that I can do that's still DJing because that's my main income and career, but make it me. So that's when I started doing the live shows and bringing dancers and everything else into it. I just wanted to do something different that hasn't been done before here. I still want to do more when we can. Yeah, when we're allowed to. Yeah, when we're allowed to. Um, yeah, wow, mind blank is going out the window. She's <laughs> flying away. Um, but no, I definitely think that with like songwriting and everything like that, I'm back in the studio. I'm working with a producer, Ty Daniels. He's amazing. That's kind of the next thing. Again, we'll start releasing music, hopefully be allowed to tour. Like, Do you feel like the timing yeah. is right though? Like when you, because when you first, came back yeah. here, you were pretty set on having a, going back to a normal nine to five job. I think I just needed that minute of reality to get my health sorted for the time being, be with family and friends again. And I think music has always been in me in the back of my mind and modelling was something that I just fell into. So coming home, it made me remember, that's right. Yeah. You're a musician, you're an artist. You still do modelling stuff on the side that's fun and creative, but... You want to express yourself, right? Yeah. That's the... For somebody who is into somebody as a creative, it's really hard to like my dad was always like, no tattoos, like mm. all that like you know, you're not gonna be a DJ, like blah like I've I think I said this the other day. Get a normal podcast. job. Yeah, got a normal job. Like and um Chris Black was on the podcast the other day, Critty. Yeah. And he I was like, there's no blueprint. For, music, for musicians to become a professional musician. There's no oh. like corporate ladder. There's no any of that kind of stuff. It's like yeah. you kind of just wing it and you get help from people that have kind of done bits and pieces before. And like the chance meeting of Brock was probably pretty well timed in terms of being it able to pretty like, crazy. like make things happen. Yeah. And that like him and his business partner, Stevie, they're so supportive as well. And I think kind of just went, look, you can do this even though maybe at the time I was like, no, 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 I don't want to do it. I just want normal life. Like, you can do this and let's just help you. And you're anything going, that you need. <laughs> yeah, and in normal life, but next minute. He's got you on a yeah, stage. Yeah. So, but no, I'm super thankful for them. They're bloody legends. They've done a good job. And yeah. you kind of, um, I think when you first came back, I was like, I was just saying to you before off camera, I was like, yeah. we, I did a, there's like a local boutique here and we did a photo shoot together and I was like, I'd, I'd shot some influences and stuff before for previous jobs. And then I sh- like, I'd never shot with like a, a model, like a model that is like a trained, knows it, yeah. you know, knows what they're doing yeah. when you're shooting them. And it was I was fun. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. How much easier is this? Like I thought I was just, I thought I was straight. You thought it was you. Yeah, I thought it was you me. You thought it was your skills. It probably was. <laughs> no, you were <laughs> bloody me. great. But then like, I was like, wow, this is actually like, this is crazy. Like I can't believe how yeah. much easier it makes life when they, like know what they're doing is, yeah is not a um skill set easily obtained no like even that took me like i think i got scouted when i was 17 18 like i did full time ballet before that yeah like left school when i was 12 and was homeschooled did full time ballet oh shit then fell into modeling and at first it was like brutal like they'd just get you in rooms looking in the mirror like Making sure you know what's what you look what, like when yeah, you pull that what, face. What's your good side? Doing walks and stuff. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Crazy to look back. Do you prefer 
singing, songwriting? Do you prefer DJing? Do you prefer modelling? Like what's your preference? Singing, songwriting always has my heart. But also I love being on stage. So then I'd have to say DJing to be on stage or if I was to do my shows again. There's something about performing, right? Yeah, like performing. They're, they're, like they're, like it's just a different it's just a different thing that like like being in front of people seeing them enjoy like what you're doing too yeah I love writing and being at home and you know making music but it's not the same as being on stage like nothing compares to that feeling that you get when you're the, performing like yeah the energy you put yeah. out and when it comes yeah. back you're like, like yes oh, it's a yeah. massive ego boost <laughs> <laughs> like thank you did it pat on the back this is a sick ego boost <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest <laughs> Who are the, like, you, because when you started DJing, there wasn't, like, there's a few girl DJs, but there, there wasn't there's, there's that, not a lot yeah. um, in that in-between space. Like, there's not a lot that's either you're either just starting or you're a, you know, a Tiger Lily or a Brooke Evers or somebody that's like. It was hard to find that person to, I guess, look up to or be like, mm. you can get there yeah. at the time. Definitely. Because there's, there's not many in that middle stage and no, then kind of girls like, as well yeah yeah i feel like you kind of found this little niche of um because of your like fashion background and your yeah. instagram following and all that kind of stuff you kind of fit it into work like i know like you've done stuff with like vogue and jeffree star and like done some pretty like crazy done, stuff like yeah. jeffree star <laughs> like if people don't know for reference jeffree star is a huge he's probably their biggest makeup artist in the world like or youtube star as well yeah youtube star like has his own makeup line yeah but yeah huge like people go mad for this crazy like and i toured like uh, i was his dj for his whole aussie tour like with his team like just him and his team it was crazy but like because i remember it because chris was working on that project yeah my wife and um she was like there's just like because they it wasn't a it wasn't a DJ gig as as normal, right? Like you no, would turn up to live Pacific, shows. Yeah, it's, it's like Pacific Fairs, like a it's like a meet and greet, right? It's like a meet and greet. Like there was the Pack Fair, but Sydney and Melbourne were both like stage shows. Yeah, right. So I didn't even realize really that obviously my job was to pump everyone up to meet Jeffrey Star. So it was kind of like even with that, I was just thrown in the deep end. And how You're many pe- how many people are we talking? Like we're oh, talking thousands, thousands. Yeah, like Sydney. Can't remember the name of that place, but it was packed like fully upstairs. It was one of the most mental things I've done. Yeah, and everyone's sober. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and your DJ and there was, to pump it was up the kids crowd. as well. Like, yeah, he has young following. Like, yeah, he's got was, like down to like fourteen, fifteen. Like, yeah, even like younger. teenagers. Yeah, so teenagers it was and stuff, eh? hard to get all like non-swearing music and stuff. Very different crowd. Yeah, very very different, but fun. <laughs> And then because really you got you got to, got to hang out with him and do all that yep. kind of stuff as well, right? Got to hang out. He uh, he likes to chill out. Let's just say that he's really yeah. <laughs> as soon well, as you can't say much more. You but got NDAs and shit, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did. We had to sign so much stuff, but they were all really lovely. Like they looked after me so much because I was away for I think it was like around a month yeah. that I was at different states with them. So they're all they were really cool. That's so cool. What other yeah. big brands? What other big stuff have you done like that? Um, Kid Ink. I did his tour here. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, like Brody Jenner. Um, when he toured Australia, Bad Barbie. Yeah. You know that? Is it Doctor Phil? Is that what she came yeah, yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Catch me outside or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Is that her? 
Yeah. yeah. How about how about that? How, how about, about that? Cash me as yeah. Uh, cash me as yeah. Well, like Sean Kingston. I've done. Yeah, there's been. Fuck, you done some sick shit, eh? Yeah, I think I forget sometimes. Do you look back? I look back. Little, yeah, look down memory lane. Yeah, especially like even before, say, doing a podcast thing, and they have written down who you've worked with. You're like, oh, that's right. I've worked with bloody Jeffree Star, or like you just forget. Like even when I was modeling, you just. Any like pinch me moments through those, like any of those ones where you're like, whoa, this was. Probably hanging out with like Cara Delevingne and Rita Ora in London. That's sick. Yeah. But again, I think it's just like you're just surrounded by it that it becomes kind of a normal thing. Starts becoming normal. You know, yeah. Like when you meet those people, you're not like, man, no. it's just Rita Ora sitting in the corner. Yeah, but they're all like, <laughs> they're, all, they're all really lovely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. I think Cara was like, because obviously I was modeling at that time and she was such a big name that I was like, holy shit, don't say anything stupid. But she was just so laid back and so cool. And there was a place we always went in London called The Box and it was like this club, no phones or anything, just like big booths and all like drag shows and stuff. Yeah, right. So you just get to mingle and meet their friends and, yeah, it was definitely a cool experience. Sheesh. (laughs) Fucking Sean Kingston. Get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, yeah. have you ever worked behind a bar? <laughs> have I worked behind a bar? Yeah. I'm the most clumsy human. I pick up a cup of water and it's on the ground. Like, uh, like <laughs> no. This should be I have good. not. This should be good because we're going to see how fast you can make a cocktail. Have you got an hour? Well, the slowest <laughs> somebody's ever gone is Coco. Yeah. Coco Loberg and that was 41 seconds. That's really quick. What yeah. do you mean? I get, I'm, I'm, we're going to get – is there anybody on the board you want to beat? Have you, are you, did you I look at the board before it. you no, came in? No, I didn't in? see it. Oh, there's like Cat, Emma's on there. Uh, Mate, if well, I can just not come last, that's – All right, we're, we're aiming for not 20 seconds uh, – 22. We're not – yeah, we're aiming for, to not be 22nd, wow. <laughs> which is last. <laughs> you be – I thought you said 40-something, 20 No, 41.06 oh. oh, okay. is the time to beat. Okay. And uh, Coco's number 21 on the board. Okay, right, right. I reckon wow. we're going to get in under 30 seconds. Okay, let's right. see. Yeah. Let's get this set okay, up. Okay, done. Let's go. Oh, you want to go, go have a quick vape and we'll come yeah, back? I'm going to need a few vapes. <laughs> we are all set up for the speed test. We've got the selfie timer on here, the camera. <laughs> Got it all bloody happy. I've given you, given you some instructions. I'm going to talk. We're going to run through it. We're going to fucking go fast. That's so fast. 75 mils of Mr. Consistent Mix, 45 yeah. mils of the gin. Yeah. Ice. Yeah. Shake five times. Yeah. Strain it out and garnish. That's that thing. That's that thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you know how to use the strainer? No, but we'll work it out. No, we're going to oh, quick, quick demo now. <laughs> it goes on top like that. Oh, okay. And the trick is. Yeah. Put it on, strain it out, and get the fruit out at the same time. So you use one hand. One hand. One hand to pour it Trust out. Me, and one get hand on that. Okay. One like this. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. At the same time. Bang. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all going in the silver one. Right? It's all going in the silver one. Glass one goes on top. Okay. And you know how to crack it? No, but we'll figure it out. Okay. It's look, fine. You smack ready? It, smack it a bit, right? Okay. We're gonna go on three, two, one, go. Okay. Yeah. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, push the microphone away right. so you don't whack that. And you can make as much mess as you want because now the microphone's the other way. All right. Three, two, one, go. Oh, 
Ice first. Scoop it in. Scoop it in. Go. No. Go. That's enough. Right, That's enough. Mix all the way to the top. All the way to the top. Pick it up. Let's go. All the way to the top. Bang. Put it in. Gin. Gin. Second line down. Keep going. Keep going. Fill it up. Fill it up. Bang. Keep going. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there enough. you go. Bang. All right. Glass on. Go soft. Shake. Five times. One, two, three, four, five. Crack it open. You got to crack it oh On the side. On the side. It's stuck. It's stuck. There you go. Find <laughs> a friend. Strainer on. Uh, one hand and get the fruit out. Get the fruit out. There we go. Put the fruit on. How are we going? Put the fruit on. Bang. 36 seconds. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Wow. 36 seconds. I, I did have to open the shaker for you. Oh, yeah. Look, we got there. 36. 36. You're not last. Cheers. Really? Not last. 36. 37. So I just need to figure out how to... Um, Open the thing. Open. Need to figure out how to open the shaker. Also, your partner is a bar. Like he never makes me cocktails though, so he doesn't do shit. Thirty six, seven. I'm going to get him in here and get him to have a go and see if he can beat it. Thank you, Molly, for taking on the speed challenge. Thank you for having me. I didn't break anything. What'd you end up in? Where we end up? Thirty. What was your time? Beat Coco. So she. We've come in at 21. Last. You, you, didn't last. you just didn't get last. Am I second last? Yeah, that's yes. all right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oi, it's fine. It's I didn't good. get last. That was the goal. That was the goal. That was the goal. Well, you've gone through this whole, you've come back, you've gone from modelling to trying to find a normal job to an even more crazy, un, job. Yeah, crazy career of like a combination of a bunch of different things. And then little old Bambi. Little old Bambi old, appears. Bambi appears. Bambi's your little girl. How old is she now? She's nearly two. She's two next month, which and is crazy. It's crazy. That's mental. Two yeah. years old. Yep. How? How Time do flies. I have a human? Yeah. A little human. How old when we, when you had Bambi? How old are you now? I'm 28 now. 28 now. So, so 26, 26. 26-ish. Yeah. How you, like, not having a normal career. Yeah. And a normal nine to five job. Yeah. Same thing again. There's there's not a path for no, mums like you. There's not a lot of mums out there to find We're information on, to yeah. vent on, and to kind of that are in the same situation as you. How do you go from that line of work into transitioning into motherhood? Like you've there's a whole bunch of other complications that you've had with yeah. like your was it fiscus? How do you say it? Fistula. Fistula. That's fistula. Fistula. Yeah. No, I just had a hole that created itself inside my body that wasn't meant to be there when I was pregnant. That was fun. Is it from? Was that from being? They think that I had it quite a while before I was pregnant. Yeah. But you just notice so much, like so much more when you're pregnant. So many things. Yeah. yeah. And the pain started. Baby takes all the good stuff out of your body, and you're taking it all, and you're like, "Uh oh, there's something wrong. So, and then eight surgeries later, here we are. Uh, yeah, the, like if any, any of anyone's followed Molly on Instagram, she puts a lot. Like you do, yeah, put a lot of information out there for people yeah, that are shared yeah. a lot of the information, um, encouraging people that are sort of in the same situation or have some similar yeah. things to kind of that there are people out there going so through the many. same thing, like yeah, which is kind of I think really nice. But there's probably like. How the fuck, how the bloody hell do you go from like obviously you work because you kept working like I you had Bambi kept working you fell had all pregnant these surgeries. had surgeries during my pregnancy 
had Bambi and had Bambi. the whole way through you kind of kept working and DJing. Yeah. Like you need an income, right? Like going to the government yeah, is you have to. A really hard like going to the government asking for money is a really hard thing. Yeah. Like you've got to apply for jobs and give reasons and blah, 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 all those kind of things. A lot of time it's a lot easier just to continue on, continue. suck it up and work and to earn money and put food 100%. on the table for your family. 100%. So it was definitely a challenge. But I think I was just super grateful as well that I was able to fall pregnant whilst having health issues. And yeah. then with my family support, with my partner's support, I was – I think I worked till – I was like seven, eight months pregnant. Still. Yeah, I remember your date, like your DJ. I was gigs. DJing <laughs> pregnant. I had like hoodies on yeah. at gigs, <laughs> at gigs in Brisbane, like hoodies over my stomach, and then people being like, "Is she pregnant? No shots. <laughs> yeah, throw them throw, over the shoulder. Yeah, throw them over the shoulder. Over the shoulder. Yeah, was, I do that, and I'm not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I still do it now. Mate, that's insane. Like being able to do that while you're, you know, while you're pregnant, and then continuing on. Yeah. That same life. Like as soon as you had Bambi, when when did you f- do your first gig after you had Bambi? Uh, two months after. Yeah. Um, Most fun. Like it was. Not sh- shaming here or anything, but like a lot of people don't go back. Yeah, they off. have a lot of time off. Yeah. Or like even dad, like I like I really struggled to go back to work as a dad. I yeah. just wanted to be around my kid. I didn't want to have time off. I just. Yeah. I was in. I was just like, like we need the income. Like. Yeah. To go from obviously then when I was pregnant, I couldn't tour or do as much work as I was. So I had to step back quite a bit. But you can't live off one person's income. Like it's it's just too hard. So I was just like, we're just, I've got to do it. Like feed the baby, breastfeed the baby, go to the gig. Come home. Pump some milk. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely weird the first year. Definitely a challenge, but. We got there. You definitely did. Yeah, got there. And then how, like, how was the, like, the pregnancy and the birth experience? Like, obviously, the, all that surgery and all, like, all those kind of things. Yeah. Surely, like, it took a toll. It was like, really I remember scary. Having, I, I remember having a lot of conversations with um, mostly Brock, who yeah. was your partner, about where you're at and how you're going and all those yeah. kind of things. And, like, I just remember just being like, fuck, I don't know how she keeps going. Like, how, how does she have the strength to do all these do all these things yeah for sure I think like at the end of the day as I said before I was so felt so blessed that I could fall pregnant in the first place so I just had to keep pushing through the surgeries were obviously I had four surgeries whilst I was still pregnant to try and just make sure the hole that was inside of me wasn't affecting Bambi but of course every time you go under they say there's a chance that she's not gonna be yeah, okay. Because yeah. um, they're monitoring two yeah, heartbeats. Mon- yeah. So that for me was obviously really daunting. Um, but again, I think the best thing that I did was get a team of people, professionals as well around me, like psychologists, um, all my GP, all the specialists to talk to and be honest all the time when I was having my shit days or having my good days. Again, like I said, I jumped on social media at the time Um and just chatted if I needed to vent. Um, a lot of people reached out to me that were going through the same thing so I could have a chat to them and see where they were at. And, you know, like you just, at the end of the day, I think what gets me through all the time is that I'm alive. You have one life. You have to just push through because now I'm a mum. I've got that little girl <laughs> that's looking up to me. Up, yeah. 
Um, and I want to inspire her. I want her to look back and go, oh my God, my mum pushed through for me, pushed through for our family and how bloody blessed are we to be here. You have right. absolutely done that. Yeah. Did you, yeah. did you know anyone like the official thing? Like, did you know anyone that has had that? I had never or? even heard of it. Because like, I, when I was, when you guys told me about it, I had never heard of it yeah. at all. So it's called a complicated tracking fistula. It's, no one wants to talk to, talk to anyone about it because it's to do with your bowel. So they're like, yeah. gross. But it ha- can happen. It's quite common um, that people can get these holes that they don't even know. And like, uh, if you feel that something's wrong, get it checked. That's all I'm going to say. Because when I first found out, they just went, oh, it sounds like muscular pain. It was some random doctor and I just left it. Yeah. So if I hadn't have left it, I wouldn't have had to go through all of what I went through. All of what you went through. And did, yeah. you, did you, like obviously, did you know anyone that had had it before or did you? No, through social media and people that opening up about, yeah, what I was going through. I then had even pregnant people. I had people that had 24 surgeries until it was fixed. So the eighth one fixed mine, yeah. but even like I, there was so many people through socials that like you could actually start to like being able to, to reach out. Like yeah, you've obviously you got like thirty thousand on Instagram. You've had that for a while, but yeah, like being able to have that amount of people reach out and then people yeah. come to you and be like, "Hey, I've got the same thing. Like I did, like I did this, or I did like being able to." Yeah, have just conversations with conversation people. with people and find out a little bit more about somebody that's probably a little bit further along. Hundred percent, and there was so many as well. Like I just had no idea. Again, what when they said to me, "We found through," uh, it was an ultrasound that you have this hole inside of you. It's called a complicated tracking fistula. I mean, what is that? Is it like explain to me what it at like where the hole sits and what? Pretty much four inches inside my right butt cheek. Yeah, like just next to your bowel. So. The thing is with so many surgeries, they've now had to cut into my bowel as well. Um, but a lot of people, again, that have had it much worse. They end up having a bag and yeah. not being able to, you know, function properly. Even go to the toilet properly. And I thankfully didn't get to that stage or hopefully won't get to that stage. So, fingers yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. How do you find the balance now that you've like, um, obviously you're at the end of that that journey. That yeah. journey. How do you find the work work life balance now? Like going yeah. back into DJing, booking a gig as a mum. Like now, Bambi's a lot more vocal about when mum leaves. It. Like yeah, I know where you going, mum. Yeah, like I know from yeah. um, my daughter Lola. Like if I leave the house and she doesn't want me to leave, it's it's very hard for me to leave. It or like breaks my heart a lot of the time. Like Bambi is very mummy's girl because a lot well. of gigs are at night, right? Yeah, like most of them are at night when they're going to sleep, and yeah. they're used to you putting them to sleep and getting yeah, root- reading to them routine. And everything you read yeah. about being a parent is like routine and routine. That's how, and then all and of a sudden, mum's, no routine. Mum's got to go to a DJ gig, yeah. or dad's dad's got to go to work here, and like because yeah. you both do a lot of night work. Yeah, and um, I've been lucky again because Brooks picked up a lot of stuff since I've not been able to work as much. Yeah. Um. I did have a time there when I was on bed rest for eight weeks as well. So that was scary for me and Bambi and Brock. Um, But she still cracks it when I leave. Every time I leave her, mummy, mummy, come back. Where are you going? Do you feel like now she's getting a little bit older, you're starting to get a bit of Molly time back in your life? I feel like, to be honest, now it's like you just can't sit down. Go, go, go. 
I walking. I feel like as soon as they start walking and yeah, moving around, walking, it's talking. very hard. Yeah, they a bit of chat back. Yeah, like, but I still, I think I'm lucky because we still, you know, I'll either be DJing or modeling or doing something. We still have our life hasn't changed necessarily that much. Yeah, in work wise, Bambi's just come. You know, she comes to things with us, or it's kind of. We work around that now. It's she's involved in things. They've got a um I had this like when we had Lola, I was like, she has to fit into our, our life, life as yeah. much as we fit into yeah, her life. Sure. And like she's always like every Friday she's here at the office at like I'm I'm pretty sure she's probably about to turn up and about Yes. Oh she's here. <laughs> she's actually here. Sure about Bambi. <laughs> but like she comes to the office and she is involved as in our lives as much like as yeah. much as possible. Like and I, I love it when she comes here. She runs around and gives everyone hugs and everyone. Yeah, you want them involved. And shit, but if I could take her to gigs and have her in the booth with little headphones on, I totally would. How far? I totally would. <laughs> <laughs> totally would. But like that's such an important part of being a parent is like everything you read. That that was probably one of the hardest things for um, me and my wife, Chris. It was like. Everything you read is routine. We've never ever had routine. We've always owned our own businesses and yeah, creatives. Um, yeah, and like yeah. when you when you're DJing, like you just when you're reading all that shit and you're doing the opposite and you're having a rough day or a rough time or whatever it is. Yeah, it's you just you just got to make it work though, and I think they start to understand as well that they're then a part of your life. And yeah, yeah. They're Don't be scared to no. – I think the, the number one advice I would have would be don't be scared to get them involved in your life. Like no. don't be scared to take them to work things or like there, there is a limit when it's at a bar or it's, you know. Yeah, but um, events and stuff events like – and all those kind of things. And we are – like it, at, we've made it very clear that here at Miss Consistent, like all three owners have kids. We have staff that have kids. Yeah. That all kids involved. are welcome – yeah. At this workplace, at this office, yeah. at things that we go do that yeah. are always involved. Which is so, so important. Good. Yeah. So bloody good. So important to being a part of a mum. How yeah. is Bambi going? Talking, she walking. Is, yeah, she's massive. Like she, she I can hardly lift her up. Like she's huge. If you've been on Molly's Instagram, she, it's at the Molly Rose. Yeah. She's a little chunky monkey, but look at, look at Molly's Instagram. And then find Brock's profile, which is like at Brock Nielsen. And then put Brock in a dress. <laughs> and then shrink him. And then Just a little bit. Put Brock and in a dress. And then put my mouth on him. Brock. Yeah. And it's Bambi. It's crazy, but it's just gone so fast too. She's so fast. Sometimes cute. I look at her and I'm like, oh, this. she's talking back to me. She's telling me what she wants for breakfast. Like, I can't believe it, but she's a gem. She's massive. She's Bless so her. bloody cool. Yeah. When she's great. When you started sharing like all this information about like the um, fiscula and is that how you say it? Fis- fistula. 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 Yeah, fistula. fistula. When you started sharing all that information, yeah. like I, I know myself, I kind of like, I got invested in like whenever you would tell, like that's how tell. I kind of took the information on board as a friend, like of yeah. what was happening yeah. versus every time seeing you've been like peppering you about like what's, what's going, going on? on or whatever yeah. it is. Like I already had that information. Yeah. Um, And that way when I saw you and we caught up, we could actually just have a normal kind of normal conversations and yeah. not, and always made it um, kind of like, I don't know whether you, you notice or not, but I always kind of made an effort to make it not 
about that sickness and sickness stuff. and stuff and to have general conversation like yeah and if you wanted to tell me you would tell me because I knew you were doing yeah like regular think, psycho like psychology sessions yeah. and having I think that's why else I liked posting stuff in a way on socials or stories because it felt like okay here's the information would message as well at the same time or beforehand like friends and family yeah and then I felt like I wasn't asked as much in person because people just knew. Yeah, yeah. But I now think it's gone to the point with different health stuff pop up, you just kind of you need to know when to draw the line and how much you want to share with people. Because and once you share, for me, yeah, I can. I like I have that friendship with you where I feel like you I can, can ask, ask you at any time. Yeah. But when you do like a Q and A on Instagram, yeah. like you did one this afternoon, it was yeah. like. How's your health? What's How, going on? What's going on? Where's he sat? Like, yeah. And it became very Are you apparent. updating us all soon. Yeah, yeah, updating us all soon. It became, it becomes very apparent. Then when, when you put stuff out, they just want. They want it all. They want it all. They want more and more. And so like, it, it, yeah, I guess the point that it's hard because I've opened up so much. So it's like, when, when do you say, okay, no, like that's that's enough. And you don't want to necessarily then let all the people down that have followed you or that have supported you for so long as well. But I think in myself, I've got to put me and my family first and I don't want my whole life to revolve around my illness or other things that have popped up now. So I'm just trying to slowly not open up as much. But, yeah, it's hard. Like it's, yeah, it's nonstop, the questions. Because Every they, single day I have at least you one guilty, person. Right? You feel so bad and you're like, should I just say what's happening? Should I just tell everyone what's going on now? But for my own mental state, I've just got to know when to say no now. And I was so thankful that I did open up when I did about my previous health issues. But I think now with the future stuff, it's just better to keep it between family. And I, when you give them. All of that. Yeah. And then you don't like, this is probably the thing you're starting to experience now yeah. is you've given them all that information and they know there's some other things going on. Yeah. But they feel like you owe it to them and you get, tro- like I've seen you post like the troll photos and stuff like. I try bit- not to too much, but sometimes <laughs> when they're really nasty, I'm like, I've had it. I've like, actually a, like, had enough. So many, th- like so many people post photos, like or yeah. post negative shit about your weight and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. And I've fucking, and I've been to dinner with you, and I've been to lunch with you, and I've like, humans. and you order two lunches, yeah, and you pull your salt out of your bag, and you like. <laughs> but we also <laughs> now know that, like, that's a part of like. Even I have opened up and said I've got adrenal fatigue. My adrenal glands, like my metabolism, is literally on overdrive like it's working overtime yeah. that's why I'm always hungry that's why I'm so little but the other thing like on Instagram I get that everyone's supporting curvy and that's in right now but why aren't we supporting each other as in, in everyone's general. yeah in general everyone's an individual doesn't matter about my health issues or whatever mm. if I'm a little human why shouldn't that be okay like yeah why do they feel the need to still I guess come at me in a way and I'm I'm fine with it. Like I'm I'll literally the other day I had to post bloody an undies and bra thing and I'm like, I'm waiting for it. I'm gonna get attacked. Like, but I shouldn't feel like that. I should just be like, this is part of my job. I have to do this post for this brand. It's in undies and bras. You're obviously gonna say that I'm small, and that's okay, because everyone's different. Everyone's their own shape and size. And that's what's cool about being your own person. You 
You know what I mean? You like, get to do what you want, you when you do want, what you want, how you want to yeah, do it. You like, are you. Like, and you've got like, you've gone and got. Harry like, Potter tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Just do whatever period, makes you feel good. There's, there's like, there's a period where like, I've been privy to the the part where you came back as Molly the model. Yeah. To Molly who you are, Molly Rose it currently. Took, and you like, the. Like I saw, like you've known me for like six years. Yeah, still. But I saw that, like the transition of like yeah. you becoming who you actually are, and yeah. you, like, your hair's always a different color. Yeah, you're always wearing quirky shit. You like you finally gone and got like the tats and all the things that you wanted to do to express yourself that you probably held back as a as a younger you because just that's, had to. I yeah. was just told as well that was your. This is the way you've got to be, and that's it. But. Yeah, I think as you get older as well, you just slowly find who you are and you need to stop caring what everyone else thinks of you. Other people think. Yeah, you just have to be you. and Bloody love yourself. Like I think that's such a big thing at the moment. Everyone's always waiting to be patted on the back or told they're doing a good job. Tell yourself you're doing a good job. Cause Celebrate your wins. Like yeah. take, the, take the 10 seconds to be like, fuck, yeah. like I've done – Whatever it is, yeah. I've done a good job of this. I'm so. alive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm alive. I've ra- you've raised a kid. She's two years old. Yeah. She's talking. She's walking. She's healthy eating. She's healthy. Yeah. Like all those like all those kind of things. Patting you instead of, yeah, waiting for people to pack you on the back. And be like, oh, man, yeah, I'm such doing a, good. Such a good mum, Molly, yeah. instead of being like. No, I'm a bloody good mum. I woke up this morning and she's fed. She's healthy. We're good. She's dressed in bath. Let's go. The best. Yeah. She's happy. Yeah, That's the number funny. one thing. I love so happy. happy kids. This episode is sponsored by our production team. They're working around the clock using the freshest ingredients to make our delicious cocktail mixes for you guys to enjoy. Now back to the episode. On the subject of Bambi. Yes. You obviously have a whole lot of life that is in, like we've talked about, like so much of it is in the social media. And yep. you talk about like you're removing part of the, I guess the health, like your health, health journey, journey yeah. from it. And yeah. Bambi's a pretty big part of your life on social media as well. Yeah. How do you like, what part do you censor? What part do you keep going? Like for me, like I've got my Instagram, like I'm, is Lola. Is Lola's dad. Yeah. Like that's my, like I've got yeah. my page, which is all my work stuff and cocktails and all the fun, all the work stuff I do. But yeah. then I've got this other part of my life that is just like, I wanted to be a dad for the longest period. And I wanted, I wanted a girl and I got a girl. I'm like, got like I, girl. Yeah, I got a little yeah. girl. But I love sharing all oh. of her life yeah. on social media for my friends, my family and yeah, like for sure. how happy she is. And I like I feel like she gives people the happiness that like the things that make me happy also can when make other people When I don't post happy. Bambi, I get where's Bambi? Yeah. <laughs> like kind of gets to that. But then how, like all the – in that world like – you keep going and you you post and post and post and then like you're bringing we're bringing these kids up in a world where social media and you your following of, is fucking huge like you've you got a lot of people invested in you because it's like again if you even if I'm with my mum at pack fair and people come up or whatever mum freaks out and like runs away but it's kind of then I start to think about should I be posting as much as Bambi is she going to be upset with me that when she's older that I've shared so much of her life yeah but also I'm raising her to be a strong-minded individual that hopefully she's just going to do her own thing no matter what I post or what I share. Yeah. And I think I'm going to I think I'm going to continue to share her 
because she's bloody brings joy to everyone. That little nugget. It's like, so funny when like people see like friends of mine. Sorry. The cocktails. <laughs> burpee, burpee. Burpee cocktails getting in. <laughs> Espresso martini. Um, like I, like I'll post stuff and like we've had um, in this business, people come into this business that like we're, we follow each other on social media or they follow me because of this yeah. business. And then Lola walked in the other day and someone was like, Hey Lola. Like she doesn't know. know she didn't yeah. she didn't know them from a bar or so. She's never met yeah. this person, doesn't know who they are. And she was kind of like, Woo. Like, hi. Yeah, and like got was like overwhelmed by this person yeah. knowing her name and knowing who, who she was. She and yeah. Just kind of like, Dad, who's that? How do they know my name? And I was kind of like, that was my first reality when of like, like oh, holy shit. Do like, I need to explain this now? Yeah. Or? Uh, well, Stop like, posting or I don't know. I did I like yeah. I kind of don't know how to I still haven't really processed it, but I was kind of like yeah. everybody knows her name and they like you walk down the street and people are like, hi Lola, and then like, but she doesn't know who they are. And she as a as a three-year-old, you're like, what's it's kind of fucking scary when somebody yeah. knows your name but you don't know who they are. Because then you're like stranger danger, we meant to be teaching this, them that or this is the other thing what's that, happening. Where it was kind of going with it is yeah. that um there is a lot of there's predators out there, and 100%. like as a parent, you, you yeah. don't really understand it until you watch on the news and a baby is put in the back. Awful. Like I think this week alone, there was a baby put in the back of the car yeah. or something, and the car was stolen. And or um, like Daniel Morecambe story. Yeah, it's like, always in the back of your head. What it's always what in if. the back of your head of like what if what like there's there's predators out there. There always is, and that kind of the part that scares me is I'm putting all this stuff out there for anybody to see. Yeah, if, they're all gonna know. Well. If somebody like they can get a lot of information, yeah, from social media to use to prey on, if you will. I'm not so, like fuck. Touch wood, fingers crossed that never happens, and I'm like touch I'm wood. an eagle because it's my daughter. But there's parts where I'm not with her when she's at kindy and all those kind of things, and you yeah, kind and of you think you're a little bit scared. Because you're like, have I, do I need to now start explaining? Stranger you know? danger yeah, or if like. if you don't know them or you don't recognise them, don't go with them. Yeah. Or, yeah, no, I, I feel I've thought about it now a lot and I'm, I'm, yeah, it's like I said, I still feel like I'll keep sharing, but it's it's also is that little bit of a scary factor that people now know your child or recognise them or I'll get a message when, say, my mum has her saying, I just saw Bambi at the park. And I don't know that person. That shit's pretty weird. And that for me is a bit like, oh, like, have they gone up to her? Have they, you know, and it, like, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Yeah. I think Not I'm just going <laughs> to, no, I think I've just got to go along with it and just start to slowly explain if I keep her on social media, people might know your name and stuff, yeah. but they're not your family. They're not your, your friends. If they're you not your friends, yeah. don't recognize them. Maybe don't go. Be careful. Yeah, be careful. Now that you are a mum, you're still DJing, are you working on like new music and stuff? I am. I'm working with uh, Ty Daniels and Kai Grant. Um, We will hopefully be releasing in the next, I would say Christmas or January. I want to release at least three tracks. I was holding off for a while there just because I was like, normally I'd, I don't know, tour off the release of a track. The last song that I released was with a mate of mine who actually passed away. So that also put a big, 
I don't know, guess hole in my heart that I didn't want to keep releasing things after it was gone. Yeah. It was a big thing for me. Like you, you, you know, yeah, Harry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so after releasing that track and doing my shows and everything, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I want to keep doing that. But, yeah, I've been writing again in the studio again and we'll definitely be releasing stuff. I think the other part yeah. to mention is people don't actually know that you write a song, you make a song. Yeah. You don't earn any money from putting that no. song out. Like it might go on Spotify and you get some some Little one cent one cent royalty drips through 25 every – 25 cents for that. 25 cents yeah. every six years yeah. from Spotify and stuff where you actually – make money is when you release a song or you release a couple of songs and, you do and a then show you tour, or you tour. do a show and all yeah. those kind of things. That's how you actually make, make the money, money from it, from doing it. Yeah. And when you can't, I think, I think currently, I don't know, a lot of music being put out Just won't get toured or people won't make as much money off the outcome yeah. or people are holding back on putting new music so out. So many people. Because they like, I think Kanye, like they, he don't, in the millions, yeah, like millions of dollars from doing like three, and that's why he kept holding his album, album, yeah, back because, because he's just, making money off these listening shows, yeah. He's not going to make as much money off putting an album out. It's the shows no that make him all yeah. the cash, yeah. And that's like the scariest thing right now. It's like you put your heart and soul to making these tracks. Do I want to release it? Yeah, I might get sick plays, or everyone might love it, but. I need it, to earn money from I need to make that's money how you from earn it. money from so that hard work. That's why for myself especially I haven't rushed into releasing stuff because I just I like having a plan in place of what mm. I'm gonna do with it. But even Brock, Stevie, they they're all they're the other way. They're like, you should be releasing everything all the time. You just never know. So I don't know, we'll see. But definitely we'll release either way in the next few months cool. these few tracks. Yeah. Because I love the old stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did the cover. You did. You did the cover <laughs> work. You did the cover art there for it. Still got it. Bang. Cover artwork. Yeah. All right, we're going to play a little game. Oh, exciting. We're going to play a little game to wrap, yes. this, wrap this baddie up. What do you think? How good. The Shake Up Kai game. It is out. You can buy it online. It's Never Have I Ever Pack. That's dangerous. It's a little, it's a little game to, you know, you wet the whistle with a couple of music <laughs> consistent cocktails. You whip the card game out, you might find some shit about your friends that you never knew. That's what you want. That's <laughs> what you bloody want. Oh. I reckon this one we've already talked about, party with a celebrity. You've like we know you've partied with some cool celebrities. Yeah. Even I did not mention that Drake sung me happy birthday. Hang on a That's fucking second. Yeah. Drake sang you happy birthday. So on his Aussie tour, my best friend Roxy, she's a model as well. She knew he's, well, knows his photographer Theo. And they said, do you want to come backstage? And it was my birthday. And we're like, yeah, we'll come backstage. Finish the show. And they brought a cupcake out and Drake sang me happy birthday. And we partied like all night. Left, by the way, Brock and Stevie, they had their tickets. Left them in Out Brisbane. In GA. Left, them, <laughs> left them in Brisbane. And it's not like something you go tell around, but they were the coolest. We like smoked shisha and stuff with them. And yeah, Drake has long happy birthday and he's really tall. He is really bloody tall. He's really? A he's a bloody giant. Like, so that was that. That's, yeah, that's Whole a. Whole Drake's hung your happy birthday. Yeah. Get the fuck out of town. And I have his security guard's number. Sorry, Brock. But he always said. <laughs> Don't fuck up, Brock. Yeah. He literally said, 
if your man ever does wrong by you, he is my number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, these guys are brutal, but bloodies, yeah, that the is best. so sick. Yeah. All right. Since that story is so good, we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna go for another one. You okay. can choose one of these two. Okay. Choose one. Oh, choose one, right? Yeah. Okay, that one. Never have I ever travelled overseas with less than five hundred dollars in my bank account. Ah, uh, yeah, LA. When I moved over to LA, I had like three hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna get home. Lucky, within a week, I got signed with an agency. And what, did you, what did you spend the $350 on in oh, the week? Oh, mate, I was just getting noodles and, like, bread, like, <laughs> just eating noodles and bread. And, yeah, it was crazy. It was... Did you have a plan B? No. No. Like, I'm not the, even, like, mum, can you transfer me 30 bucks or, like... Oh, look, if I really had to, but I'm that person, would never ask. So I was like, I will make this happen. I know that there's some people interested that want to work with me over here. I'm just going to go. And everyone told me not to. And I was, that's as well. I was like, no, 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 I'm going to go. Like yeah. driving factor. People yeah. saying no, driving you to yeah. do it. So I reckon, I'm going to ask you this one as well because I reckon you'll have a good story about this because you wear some pretty weird shit. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. No, but like yeah. you, you love fa- like you love fashion. Like you always, like whenever you do, like you go to things, like you go to lots of things or you do shows always or whatever it is. wear the most random shit. Yeah. Like the shoes you've got on today, they're fucking humongous. They're so comfy though. <laughs> it's like Spice Girl vibes all over yeah, again. Sporty Spice. Yeah. Had a cringeworthy wardrobe malfunction. Absolutely. My first gig back, I was DJing and my boobs started leaking pretty much all over the deck. Like the deck. Stop yeah. it. Because I was breastfeeding still. Breastfeeding I, vibes. Fuck. It, like all these 18-year-olds partying, I look down, milk coming out onto the decks. Like, I'm talking like, I didn't even think about, oh, I'm a mum now, I've got to wear, like, breast pads or whatever when you breastfeed. Like, you just don't think because you're just breastfeeding all the time. So it goes back to work, first gig back, milk just pisses out. And I'm like, this is sick. People have, like... Sick. We've got, I think we've got, like, a fair few of our, like, listeners are younger. Yeah. And, like, they just, like, they have no, like, most people do. I didn't have an idea until we had Lola. Yeah. That, like... You don't get to choose when the milk comes out. The no, milk no, chooses just, when it comes it out. It just <laughs> starts flowing. So that was that was awful but hilarious when I look back now. I'm like, that's, yeah. Yeah, that is so loose. Yeah. <laughs> Molly, thank you so much for coming in and sharing Thanks your story. Thanks for having like, me. I, it's really one like when um, Kirsten, who organises the podcast, um, told me you were going to come in, I was like, I was so excited because you have like this really cool story of – the whole modeling thing into transitioning into finding who you are and what you want to do as life and then throw a baby in there and then throw like the health complications in there and stuff. And like you did, the whole time ride. you just fucking keep going. Every time I see you, you're happy, you have a smile on your face. Like you're Thanks, all, you're always positive. Like you're a gem. I bloody love you. No, I love you too. Thank you for having me. But thank you so much for coming in. You can follow Molly on, it's at the Molly Rose on Instagram. Yep. You got Facebook page as well? Yeah, it's all just the Molly Rose. Like I You got mixtapes and stuff on like SoundCloud, MixCloud? Yeah. Yep. Look up Molly Rose, the Molly Rose on SoundCloud. Is it MixCloud as well? Spotify. Spotify. She's got songs on Spotify. You can listen yep. to them all there. We'll link them in the description. YouTube. Yeah, you got YouTube as well. Yeah, shows and stuff on there. Jump on there. Give yep. Molly a follow. Hit her up in the DMs. 
Say hi. Say hi. Say hello. Thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Bye. That's today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You know the drill. Like, subscribe, leave a review. Go show The Shake Up some love and stay connected. Don't forget you can watch all of our episodes on YouTube. Also, jump over to our Shake Up Cocktail Gang Facebook page where you can find out who's coming up on the podcast. And if you've got questions for them, I'll ask the bloody questions. You can also use the code SHAKEUP for 10% off on mrconsistent.com.au. Thank you so much for listening and just remember, shit that's fresh.